great. <laughs> How's it going, Shop? Not, not too bad. Um, oh, I okay. Talk to me about uh weddings, Gastor. Talk to me about weddings. I don't know what your social situation is right now, but I've been to three weddings in like two, two and a half months' time. Okay. What's happening? Now, I know part of this is... <laughs> I know part of this is because um, some weddings have been postponed for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And so people are trying to get it done uh, because they've had folks waiting on them for a while. Sure, I get that. But, I mean, some of it is just like, this is when, like, it's just, we fell in love during COVID or whatever. You know what I mean? So, like, this is when we, all I'm saying is, um, it's been a lot of, it's been a lot of weddings. Uh, yeah. You know, I feel with the amount of weddings happening and mm-hmm. the cost of weddings, mm. I'm surprised more people haven't had, like, group weddings. Like, yo, y'all want to get married together? Like, you know, we go half on a, den- on a dinner. We good, okay. you know, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you and your homegirl, like, y'all both fell in love with your peoples. Right. And I- you... You know, it could be a day for the four of y'all and you split yeah. some of the costs. Yeah. Okay. This is a suggestion that only a groom would make. <laughs> there is no way. And I've been nowhere near getting married. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I married my vibrator for God's sake when I turned 30. <laughs> so it's not like it's super duper sacred to me. Right. But I'm pretty sure um, most brides are not going to be into like, yeah, let's just share this date with someone else. Like, let's like this is not a double date situation. <laughs> this ain't going to the movies or going to a concert. This is like a day that is supposed to be all about me. I'm speaking as the bride now. All about me. Right. And you can't. There's no way anyone's sharing that. So, see, this is where I disagree, okay? Uh-huh. It's not all about you, and it is a double date. It's a double date with you and your favorite 60 couples, okay? You're oh, doing sure, like, yeah, people have done that, yeah. You know what I'm I saying? Know. Like, when, when we have a reception, it's you saying, yo, these are all my favorite peoples, and mm-hmm. all of those people get plus ones. You're already sharing the day. You're sharing the dinner. Now, I'm with you with the, like, the ceremony. Let's mm-hmm. do everyone do your own ceremony. Book your own church. The, oh, the so act you w- itself is yours. Uh-huh. But like the the party event that's like expensive and it, to me communal and celebration. I mm-hmm. want more people there. You know? Okay. So we okay. could like make that like, yo, uh, let's get married at our church and uh, you know, reception at Jones Beach. You know what I mean? Yeah, Coming no, that deep. sounds insane. Because you are not, because it's not just like, I, I get if you decide to do one of those group weddings that they, where there's like a hundred couples on a rooftop somewhere, you know, like I get that for the novelty of it and then have your own personal like reception for people to show up to. I understand getting married at, um, 
you know, the courthouse and then having your own private reception or whatever. But combining receptions, you're already combining families. So you all you don't know how that shit's going to go. You don't know how that's going to go. And now you're combining friend groups. You don't know how that shit's going to go. Like I I went to a wedding last weekend. Right. And um I it was like here's your table. Every all of we were friends of both of them, but mostly the groom. Okay. So we were the groom's friends. <laughs> you know, uh, uh comedy friends in at this table. And yeah. then there was a person who was like the bride's comedy friend at the table. Okay. Vibe couldn't be any more different. Like <laughs> wildly different. Okay. And at one point she did something kind of out of pocket and loud that would have called a lot of attention to us. And she didn't really have a plan. She was just kind of making a ruckus. And I was just, I just looked at her and was like, what are you doing? And she, I guess she kind of looked at the table and assessed that we would not all be behind her. Yeah. And so she ended up settling down. But okay. I mean, they weren't going to do it. No one else at the table was going to do anything. They were going to let this ruckus happen and just be like, oh, look at this thing that happened to me. And I was like, no, shut this shit down. So now that is <laughs> with two people. That's two people, their friend groups colliding. That's okay. before the party started. That was like, before they gave us food, you understand? Like it was after <laughs> drinks, but before the food, like it was. I feel like yeah. you're selling me on this shot. No, yeah, I just think that it. I, I don't. I I don't think, and I kind of agree that weddings are for the other people. Yeah, but I don't think the bride sees it that way. That's been the issue the whole time. The bride right. is going in like this is about me. And it is about you, but it's also about the people that you've invited in the way that you said. But the bride is still gets to this is about me and kind of stops there. <laughs> and so <laughs> all the other people are there, too. But it's just kind of wild. Now, this wasn't I mean, it, it, it was a perfectly fine wedding. They they loved each other. And that was nice to see. Okay. In they all still cases, love each other, hopefully, they right? still, yeah, okay. I think as far as I can tell, they seem to still love each other even after getting married. Good. good. Uh, and, uh, you know, and in the other cases, they all seem to love each other, too. Everyone seemed to love each other. But it is not like a big gathering. So if you get like six couples who got married elsewhere, but then decide to do a joint reception. Now yeah. you've got in multiples of. <laughs> And multiples of like 12 different factions on the dance floor that will never mingle until they get drunk enough. And then there's either a fight or someone's fucking. Yeah. And like, uh, either way, that's going to be a mess for catering. I, I, I'm, and I'm it's not, you're just adding more people. That's not going to make it any cheaper. Do you know how much the thing is? You can't say wedding in the planning. You, when you're planning, if you're trying to keep it on the low, yeah. You can't say the word wedding. What you say the word wedding, right? People go, up, "Oh, that's a, that's an extra 500 just for the word." Straight up. So you got to either do a surprise wedding for everyone involved. You know what I mean? All okay. the people coming out like they can't know it's a wedding. Um which could also lead to 
somebody in flip flops at your wedding, and um, who Straight would up. I normally? I missed a friend's wedding over that. Yeah, you it, know, it was, like it was a, a baby shower, and mm-hmm. uh, Gabby's flight got changed. So I was like, I right, I could miss a baby shower to pick up my wife. You right. Know? So I uh, I went to pick up my fam, and then like I see pictures. Oh, it was a surprise wedding. I was like, oh. That had changed my whole energy. Like I had told Gabby, like, yo, like this is an Uber situation now. You know, right. I mean, you know? But yeah. Uh, yeah, I hear you on that. Okay. Yeah. So, but I just wonder what goes into planning uh planning a wedding. Like, like what went into planning, like how wild was it to plan your wedding? Because you know, I'm just looking around and I'm like, okay, so these are their colors and they, they opted for this and this is the food. And, you know, I'm not judging. I'm just noticing yeah. like, this is a lot from a project manager point of view. This is a lot. <laughs> the logistics so, are wild. So me and Gabby like planned out a wedding that we would have loved. Mm-hmm. Like, and we did the budget. It was about like 45 grand. Like, okay. It would have been like, this is our dream wedding. Right. And I'd saved up, you know, a lot of money. I was, I was single. I was working. I was still living at home. Um, fun fact, by the way, uh, the biggest expense on my wedding budget was uh, a then slightly well-known but not famous uh, John Legend appearance. I was hoping to pay him uh, what I heard at the time was his fee to come do one song. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I, and, like... I, I wow, so this was a dream wedding. Yeah, like I was like, this is my dream wedding. I love mm-hmm. this dude's music. He had like just put like he had like a like the mixtapes out, but he still didn't have an album. And okay, I was okay, so like I, that that yeah. um that record where it was like him live and a poet yeah. on there or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, yo, this dude nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could get up. him. Yeah, yeah I was like, yo, yeah, I, you could get him. Yeah. I could still get him. I was like, yo. <laughs> and like I was telling Shorty, I was like, yo, he working with this dude Kanye. I think he's going <laughs> to blow up, and then we're going to tell people we had this dude at our wedding. And if yeah. he don't blow up, he's still a dope dude at the wedding. Like, either way, right. we win. But, like, right. I, I feel like it's worth the investment in our future <laughs> wedding story. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I'm always thinking weird shit. I get it. But, uh-huh. like, so we budgeted this out, but, like, uh, um, we uh, ended up, you know, uh, uh, expecting our kid and we had to make like real decisions and like um we talked it over like at that point i was like yo shorty uh i'm still 100 percent down to do the wedding like sincerely <laughs> right but, <laughs> like we having a baby right now uh-huh. and like that's gonna change the budget of what you and i uh make going forward because we have to account for another person so mm-hmm. this is what I'm, I'm 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 putting a ball in your court i literally said Whatever you want, I promise you, I will not be mad. But mm-hmm. I have exactly enough money for a down payment or this mm-hmm. wedding. <laughs> you know, you could pick. I'm cool with either or. Mm-hmm. We will have a crazy dope wedding, living in an apartment. Completely fine. It'll be an apartment that, like, dad hooks us up with. Or mm-hmm. we can have a city hall wedding, but we have enough money to go house shopping. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, she thought it over, but she's like, yeah, real talk. Like, I, I wouldn't mind having the wedding, but, yeah, we got to get a house. Right. So we, like, got the paperwork. We went to City Hall with, with uh her youngest brother. 
And our total wedding was $65. (laughs) Straight up. (laughs) What about a party afterwards? For the wedding, the party Uh afterward was $15. It was me, her, and my my brother-in-law, Carlos. We went to the cart and we got hot dogs and Snapples. You know? Okay, that don't count. I mean, wasn't there a... Wasn't there a gathering of family members afterwards at someone's house? No, straight up. We just told people we was married. We unofficially got that energy like a month, like uh, 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 a little bit before that, but not because, but nobody knew like that we were getting married. We got that kind of because of the baby shower. Like a lot of people in November, like knew we was having a kid. So like, that kind of served a lot of the the energy we wanted for that. So, and that was part of why it felt easier, I think, okay. to make that call. Because but you yeah. still had something celebratory. Yeah, we had like a big moment, and uh, it was fun. But admittedly, that was the baby shower. It wasn't mm-hmm. a wedding thing. Um, but yeah, nah, we uh we paid uh fifty bucks for the license, um five dollars for everybody to get a hot dog snapple combo, mm-hmm. um and uh. And, uh, and and oh, and I spent a hundred dollars on the two wedding bands. Okay, so right. one sixty five total. Okay, so and, and this was uh, in Brooklyn. Yeah, we the... went to the the city hall in uh, Brooklyn, uh-huh. um, and uh, the hot dog stand was the one in front of city hall. Okay, I've like actually the... i've I've been to a city hall wedding in Brooklyn, and I I, I served as the witness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They asked at the moment, they were like, hey, can you be the can you be the witness? And I'm like, uh, I guess. Hell I'm yeah. Spanks, so sure. <laughs> there was a there's a, a Asian couple that was in front of me in line, and they were like fully like wedding out. Like you could right. tell they were going to the actual ceremony after. So they're both in line with like their whole like uh the whole wedding crew, the groomsmen, the bridesmaids, right. all of them. And like they were like having a vibe, but they also weren't speaking English. So like I couldn't understand everything. But I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in love too. I'm with Gabby. We having a great time. <laughs> I see them in love. They having a good time. And they had their photographer. So like as a joke, I like leaned into one picture and then like I like gave a point to the to the groom and he <laughs> fucked with me. So like I'm in like half of their pictures. Cause like by the end of it, yo, they was like, yo, this dude's cool. So I'm in all these pictures. I don't know what the fuck they saying. They don't know what I'm saying. We just happy that we having a good day and we got the same wedding anniversary. So there's some Asian couple out there. If the word gets out to them, I don't know how, because I don't know how they would hear this podcast. But, uh, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know. Straight up. We got the same wedding anniversary, uh-huh. uh, you know, and uh, yeah, I'm in a ton of day, like city hall pictures. Oh, my God. That's so that's Straight so up. Gastor. Hell yeah. Like, like that's so Raven, but that's so Gastor. <laughs> That shit was fire. I had oh a great day that day. That shit was awesome. That's very funny. Uh, I enjoyed that. Wild. Like, weddings to me bring me, like, so much joy in general. Like, I enjoy them. I, I like the energy of them. I like seeing people in love. Um, I, uh, at the city hall, I, you know, I, when I was uh, saying the vows with Gabby, like, I could, I felt the judge's energy change while going through the process with us because uh-huh. like you know she probably does like you know i don't need like a hundred of those shits every day yeah they really you know? do just crank them out yo <laughs> it's a machine yo she just like yeah 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 you know and it's not like she's not doing it like angry but she ain't no, like but she's just like well, do you what about you you got stuff there's a yeah. race see y'all later cool. next 
who's yeah. the guy? Yeah, yeah. like it's, it's that kind of job. Yeah, yeah, it's a government it, office. So yeah. So she's just knocking them out. But like, I felt like you know she saw us and like saw the energy I was putting into it, and I I felt her like shift from like, oh, I gotta sell this shit because they in it, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw her put like a little more sauce like around the I do's because she saw like oh he he really mean as shit you know <laughs> oh wow so straight up like I I was hyped that day and like yeah like we vibed I signed all the shit I high fived the judge it was dope <laughs> yeah. she's cool yeah you were you were doing a lot oh Absolutely. yeah I love that whole thing but like, yeah j- like weddings in general give me hype. I love seeing people in love. Admittedly, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of them lately. Um, right. Yeah. I, I hear you. Uh, I think that. Uh, I think that when you have like a real, like traumatic experience, it leads to people to question that stuff. I uh-huh. will say though, it's been both ways. I think there's been a record amount of divorces. People oh yeah, say, no, for sure. I just don't yeah. get invited to those parties. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody wants an "I told you so" at your divorce party. So I get it. Um, but Yo. yeah, yeah, I think it's also for me. I think it's um, a lot of these people are the age where, yeah, there's they they're like, yeah, let's go ahead and do this. Not like in a oh, finally, not like Martin proposing to Gina. <laughs> Are you happy now? Not like that. But I mean, like, um, you know, early to mid thirties, there's, there are like different uh, when you are, uh, and I don't know, you may not have come across this, but as, uh, what is looking like a perpetually single person, (laughs) what is is turning out to be a forever single, um, uh, you notice different like groupings of like different times that people will that you'll suddenly have to go to a lot of weddings so there's right out of high school yep um depending on you know what the mindset is of your friend group or you know whatever um you may have and also where you grew up you may end up like right out of high school just having to go to a whole bunch of weddings mm-hmm. like at 19 and 20 um I think I, I think that only happened with one person from high school for me. It was like maybe four or five years out. I think it was five years out because she invited me and I was just like, okay. I mean, I'll, I'll go, but I didn't know we were close enough for me to come to your wedding. And also, should you be getting married? I mean, it's only been five years since high school. Like what? <laughs> but that is a time that people get married. Absolutely. Early 20s. So there's yeah. that, right? And then those of us who didn't, we riding it on out. And then you hit like um, early 30s, early to mid 30s. And then yeah. that's when people are like, yeah, I think this is what I want to do with this person. So you have a, a bunch of them at that time. And then if you just continue to live and you, depending on your friend group again, you may hit like. 40s and then it's like either a lot of second weddings right or people who just finally found someone right like and so i'm i'm hitting those i've hit those particular time frames but because i know so many people younger than me due to comedy i am now 
in a time frame of early 30s, early to mid 30s all over again, oh. because I met a whole bunch of people when they were in their 20s and now they're finding their people and they're getting married. So I'm like, this feels like I should right now be going to second or third weddings. <laughs> people in my friend group, either they decided to be common law or they're like, ah, fuck it. I'll go ahead and do this. I found this person. Right. And uh, so that's where I should be going, where the where the bride is wearing light gray or, or <laughs> you know, or cream, not white, not white, you know, nah. and it's a pantsuit. Like, it's like those are the kinds of weddings I should be going to. But I keep going to the ones of the comedy people that I know who are getting married. And because it's comedy, it's usually dudes. So okay. I'm usually there on the groom side. And then people are like, why are there just a bunch of guys and one lone woman sitting on the side of the groom? I was like, comedy. <laughs> comedy. <laughs> oh, man. Shots there chaperoning these dudes. Yeah, that's ultimately what is happening. So <laughs> just telling a bunch know. of people at the table, don't do that. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. That's exactly what happened at that wedding. I was just like, no, don't. What are you doing? Nah, don't do that. Save the place for that. Yeah. <laughs> And people are standing down. They're like, well, she said it's not the place for it. I guess I won't. And I'm yeah. like, that's right. I'm the grand dame of this, of this wedding sitting that, in the corner. Yeah, that should have a title. <laughs> Real talk. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got a best man. You know, you got a maid of honor. I like that. The grand dame. Yeah. Hell yeah. Which, you need, you and it's not dame. anyone's mother. It's, no, it's, no. It's basically just the oldest woman who's not related to either of the people getting married. <laughs> There's no, no relation in any way. She's just the old woman that knows them somehow and is just sitting in the corner waiting for the DJ to play her song. Yo, yo I'm kind of hyped about this, Sha. Yeah, are you? Great. Real I'm, gonna, I'm making... <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think I should make t-shirts. We're not going to be wearing t-shirts. I guess, like, I don't know, a fancy hat or maybe a shawl. I guess I'll get a shawl with Grand Dame. Yo. Like, so, like, <laughs> etched into it. I don't know. Is that how you do it? Is that what you do when you, with a needle and thread, you etch, you etch a I, word into a shawl? I'm in, I'm loving with, I'm, I'm, I'm in love with this idea so much. Like, oh, this boy. couple's fighting, like, yo, that, nah, I told her she's going to be the grand dame. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. There might be a few grand dames. Straight up, yo. There might Yo, be a that's few fire. of us there. She was my babysitter, okay? <laughs> yes. She's known me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. I tried. I proposed to her when I was eight, okay? I told <laughs> her she would be at my wedding, okay? Yep. And here she is. Here she is, okay? Yo, this is dope. I love this idea. <laughs> Grind down. You got, yo, there's responsibilities. It's an official role. I'm yeah. mad at Perhaps, I really think you like is. titled something that like is is a vital role to the wedding that I don't think people realize. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Well, you might we're get out invited here. to more like bachelorette parties now. You no, know? perhaps. I mean, I'm still gonna sit in the corner and wait for him to play my song. It'll just be at the strip club or something. <laughs> as a grand dame <laughs> should. Okay. Yeah, as I'm waiting for the strippers to dance to the electric slide or so. I don't know what it, what is my song. What am I waiting for them to dance to? <laughs> 
Luther Vandross is here and now. Like, what am I waiting on? <laughs> oh, oh, man. I love all this. I'm so hyped about this. Oh, yeah. I know you came in complaining about too many weddings. I want more weddings now. Okay. <laughs> oh, great. Now that Hell we have, yeah. now that we figured out my role. Yo, you got a title now? Yo, uh, hit up Shy for all your grand dom needs. Okay. <laughs> She'll send you rates. If you don't have a grand dom in your life, she's available. She's great yeah. at it. She has I'm references. here. <laughs> Let's get into the news. That's right. Mark Zuckerberg has lost $70 billion in his net worth. Um, Meta uh, CEO uh, has plummeted to the 20th richest person in the world. Poor, oh. poor Mark. <laughs> oh, 20. You hate to see it. <laughs> Zuckerberg started the year with $125 billion uh, in, as a fortune, according to a Bloomberg Billionaires Index. But since then, it's tanked down to 55.3, a fall of just over 55%. Uh, Forbes put his current uh, network at 53.4 uh, since uh, it's mostly tied to uh, Meta stock. Uh, Meta, which he own, which owns uh, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and Oculus. Yo, I, yo, shout outs to Oculus for trying to get included in that. That's what <laughs> me too. He owns me too. <laughs> Don't forget me, your old friend Oculus. Yo, what a reach! <laughs> <laughs> you got no business in that Oculus. Oculus is in the house. <laughs> well, get it out. I didn't order them. <laughs> Get him out of the house. <laughs> Yo, real talk, I swear this article came out and Mark was like, nah, 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 you got to put Oculus. I heard Matt. Yeah, 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 don't forget Oculus. Oh, Oculus talked my ear off when I came back from the last article. Make sure. Uh, <laughs> 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 Meta uh, has uh, had a tumultuous uh, past 12 months since Zuckerberg said it would become a metaverse company and then unveil the massive rebrand in October. Uh, Facebook went on to report its first ever decline in user numbers, losing roughly 1 million daily active users since the last quarter of 2021. Uh, the brand uh, was also steeped in controversy last fall when uh, whistleblower uh, Francis uh, Haugen uh, leaked information from internal company documents, including claiming that she'd seen internal research which found Instagram contributed to eating disorders and su suicidal thoughts in teenage girls. Uh, Yikes. So Meta's uh, yeah. net income fell 36% or more than $3 billion in the second quarter. Bang, bang. Um, I mean, <laughs> he came up with Facebook as a, like an Ivy League hot or not. Yeah. Like, and it grew to this. So... If that's where he is mentally, of course, his next idea is like, what if we made it like you're in the world, but you're not right? Like, who's doing virtual? Like, get get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> like, no one, no one's going to do that. Do you understand that what you initially created is now the phone system for old people? <laughs> that's how old people contact each other is through that. You think you're going to get them to put on Oculus and fucking <laughs> go into another world? Bruh. Yo, man. They ain't no hits, B. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they can't, they can't <laughs> all be winners. They can't all be winners, B. <laughs> Jay-Z had sneakers with Reebok, my G. All right? Nobody cares. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
It happens. It happens, man. <laughs> Yo, you allowed to slip a little, my G. It's cool. Oh, boy. Chalk this, chalk this L up. Keep it moving. You still got 55 I mean, bills. Yeah, 20. Number 20 isn't bad. Ain't bad, homie. You know, you still out you there. You know, considering that you did all that while wearing a gray hoodie for most of it, that's really impressive. Straight up. I'm applauding you, you know? Yeah. Good now, for you, you, buddy. Have you seen, too, like he's out here, like, taking, like, uh, MMA classes? Of course he is. Yeah, yo, people's like. Yeah, uh, he's a, he's a, he's just a little pipsqueak. He's a little pipsqueak. <laughs> and what do you do if you're a pipsqueak with money? You try to bulk up at some point. Hell yeah, my man. <laughs> I'll start training. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who are you going to fight? <laughs> who are you going to fight, Mark Zuckerberg? Oh, is, is, is he, he got coders out there ready to snap at any moment. Yeah, who's rolling up on you? <laughs> When are you ever in a place where anyone can roll where up? Where anyone on you? can roll up on you, buddy. Like cut. <laughs> it's just gonna. It's just gonna be him and a bunch of other weirdly shaped, like billionaires, just in a room staring at each other, waiting for someone to throw a nunchuck or a. You know what I mean? Like it's just all of them waiting for an anime fight scene that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Yo, like Mark Zuckerberg is like the reason I think that. Movies based in New York show like abandoned alleys still, like they think that's the thing. Like, real, I, if you if you've been in New York, we don't got real estate space like that no more. Okay? Yeah, we don't really have alleys here at all. There's there, no alleys. There are there are like three alleys. The and whole I island. Think, yeah, I think there are like three alleys, and they're all in the Lower East Side. And if you roll by any of them, you will see a camera crew there, <laughs> always <Straight> filming, <laughs> always. <laughs> It's like reserve, B. You got to put in for a yeah. slot. You know, me and Shot shooting the scene in 2032. I you know work I mean? around the corner from an alley. And I mean, if, yeah, I could take you to the one. Yo. And then there are two more somewhere. But they destinations, yeah, there, yo. There are no alleys. They don't. We don't hey, have it. Maybe you should get into alleys, Mark. Yo, there you go. Let's easy to build. Some alleys. Yeah. Real let's, easy to build alleys. You knock some down. Let's get out of alone. the. Let's be in the real world let's get out of the virtual world let's be in the real world the alley business is picking up steam that, okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh wow but that's more than half his money if someone took half of my money what am i gonna do with that two hundred dollars yeah, <laughs> <real> I-, <laughs> I looked at it i was like yo i'm laughing but like yeah i know that hurts yeah straight up straight yeah up. that has to hurt you, hmm. I, I know it's fifty-five billion is is a lot to like cut in your fall, but man, losing seventy-five billion dollars is crazy. Yeah, okay? that's oof. that 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 is uh that's is that what the the um the Bezos' wife got in the divorce? Oh, is it? I can't even. That's like in that ballpark, yo. Did she's the one that got? Is that the divorcee who got like the most money anyone's ever gotten in a divorce? Was it yeah. Jeff Bezos? Okay. Like they got divorced and she's like top like 20 richest people. <laughs> yeah, right. That. She might be higher <laughs> than Yo, word. Yo. That's probably what hurts, yo. Oh, yo. Yo, she imagine Jeff texts him like, yo, my ex is richer than you now, my G. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, they talking. They are talking cash shit in the group text right now. Bruh. Yeah, I heard you could only you... buy 50 Jay-Z's right now. You okay? <laughs> you doing good? Man. Uh, 
All that's coming up is Mark's notifications have been silenced. <laughs> Mark's <laughs> notifications have been silenced. He ain't answering nobody. He started opening up small businesses. Y'all heard you teaming up with Revolt or something, man. Everything good? <laughs> You're doing one billionaire actions, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yo. I'm rooting for you, Mark. Make a comeback, man. <laughs> All right, start a, start a GoFundMe. I'll, I'll put in some breath for you, my G. You don't deserve oh, this. Oh, boy. Okay. You, got, you got a gas store. I'm rooting for you, man. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> the sign of true failure, okay? You were, yeah. you were oh, suffering well. if I'm rooting for you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Constantly cheering for underdogs. The, like oh, the core Mark uh, Zuckerberg. Uh, <laughs> at the news, uh, Wegermans. Ends the self-checkout app after too much shoplifting. That's right. In 2019, uh, Wegmans, uh, the cult favorite. uh, I might have said Wegmans, I think, initially, but I think it's Wegmans. Wegmans, yeah. Wegmans, right, yeah. The cult favorite Northeastern grocery chain rolled out a new mobile app that allowed customers to scan, bag, and pay for groceries while they shopped and then skip the checkout line altogether. The app, uh, Wegmans Scans, promised customers a quicker checkout and also let them see a running total of their purchases as they shop. Uh, this week, the grocer announced that it's ending the app because of rampant shoplifting. Duh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unfortunately, the losses we are experiencing prevent us from continuing to make it uh, available <laughs> in its current state. No shit. We <laughs> <laughs> made the decision. To turn off the app until we can make improvements <laughs> that will meet the needs of our <laughs> customers' business and business. Y'all some dumb... Yo, come on, I, I know. Do you do any research? <laughs> Have and you not met even people? like... Yeah, I, that, like not even like reports or surveys. Do you go to stores? Have you met anyone? Do you know a child? Do you know a teenager? Do you know a woman in trouble? Do you know anyone? No, no, I scan that. I'm good. Okay. Well- like, I can't even, yo. Because, all right, I want to, uh, okay, I'm going to read this part. The chain... <laughs> The chain debuted its Scan and Go app as Amazon was beginning to ramp up its cashier-less Amazon Go stores. Many other traditional retailers also rushed to keep pace with Amazon and introduced their own Scan and Go-style apps. Wegmans called it the right technology at the right time. Got him! Yeah, I know. I don't think it was. But Scan and Go has come with unintended consequences for stores, higher level of shoplifting fraud, and other losses that would normally occur at traditional checkout lanes staffed by cashiers. Like, what do you think? (laughs) There are many types of scan and go thefts, including customers who intentionally do not scan items or scan cheaper items than what they put in their carts. Yeah. Yo, unintended, Ja. They Mm. surprised, yo. Yo, real talk, though. Power move by Amazon to, to make one store like this Have in you, all the U.S. is fire. The store's incredible. But I, you've I, been in it. You've yeah. been in the the one in like Soho. I think there's one in Soho. They have them a few places. I think I think they exist only to trick uh, businesses like Wegman to do the wrong thing. I mean, that's a long con. Um, <laughs> Straight up, Amazon's like, yo, think- put up like three of these bitches. Let's see if uh, Wegmans will start theirs. 
and they'll get robbed so blindly it'll pay off having these three stores open, losing us money. I mean, I, I've been in one of those Amazon stores, and I went with a friend who was returning something. Yeah. And he, like, did the return stuff on his laptop at home. So then he just kind of came in and handed it to someone, and they were like, okay. And I was like, I don't trust any of this. I didn't walk through the store at all. I just stood at the front door. I was like, I'll be right here waiting on you. I'm not. Mm-mm. Y'all ain't okie dokie and me. Get the fuck out of here. And so I was just like, I don't trust any of this. This is all ops. This is nothing but ops. Not, no, not at all. And I can't imagine what that would be like at a grocery store because I love grocery stores and I will walk up and down every aisle of a grocery store. It's very soothing to me. I like food, but I can't say that I have not um, paid for, used the code of uh, tomatoes on the vine for something that was a little bit more than tomatoes on the vine. I mean, I paid. What am I going to do? <laughs> they can't get that merchandise back. <laughs> I'm in a completely different city. Come find me, okay? <laughs> I'm out here. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> I, so the, the thing is, like, am I? Am uh, maybe I'm like I'm wrong? Okay. Mm. I might be saying too much about myself and my inner thoughts. Okay. But is it just me, or is it something about? being in a supermarket that makes me want to try to steal. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yo, because like, yo, follow me on this. Like, I okay. feel like the own, I see so many people like try to do like weird hustles and mm-hmm. tricks like that I know they could pay for mm-hmm. and I know they would pay for in any other setting, but in a supermarket, at a BJ's, at a Costco, I see people like, yo, why are you trying to steal that water? It's like, it's $3 <laughs> for 48 pack, B. Like, you already stealing, my G. They're right, not it's making... already a steal. Yeah, yes. and, but like, I'll see them like, nah, I hit it under and like, I'm not going to say nothing, but if they bring it up, I'll pay for it. You know, like. Yeah, yeah. And That's I, a big one. That's I'm telling you. And like, I see so many people that I know in every other walk of life, I feel would not attempt to steal. But something about the like uh led lights or something i don't know what it is but something (laughs) about that environment it just brings the inner criminal out of everybody i you know what it it doesn't at a grocery store but it would at like say a kmart yeah it's got to be a certain size yeah it's got to be a certain kind of store i i could see where you would just be like i mean no one's gonna miss this right i i see where your brain goes there and even with me putting in the code for tomatoes on the vine, it is, I'm just like, I don't know, these potatoes, they're probably roughly the same. And then I just put in, I'm not going to look up the code. I'm not going to ask for help. Y'all already making me ring up my own shit. Guess what? Tomatoes <laughs> on the vine for all of this. <laughs> $1.99 a pound, no matter what I'm getting. So <laughs> that's out of frustration and just like, whatever, man, y'all know what you're doing. But um, I don't. No, maybe it's like an innate, just kind of like, I can't believe I got to pay for this. Yeah. I feel like at the grocery store is where people really start to learn or notice um, price discrepancies. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Because you're, you're in 
you're in either you're in your favorite grocery store all the time and then you go to one that's not your favorite one and you're like, what? That's how much they want for it? Like it's easy because you memorize these prices because you get basically the same items all the time. So you're, I, I feel like a little bit more intimate with the items and the pricing. So right. when shit changes, that shit hurts. Yeah. Like you feel it um, in the same way that when something is on sale, you load up on it, even though you don't need it's perishable. Mm. You don't need all of that. But you're just like, yeah. So it, it feels a little bit more intimate than if you're just like at a department store. Right. So I, it feels like when a change happens at your grocery store and you're like, yo, this used to be a, a pack of 10 cookies. Now it's a pack of eight cookies and it went up a dollar fifty. They tripping. I'm just going to put this at the bottom of my cart and see if they notice. How mm -hmm. dare they? How oh, yeah. dare they? And oh, I, yeah. I think that's I think it's the grocery stores where you start to feel where you really feel it. Because you're you're very you're much more in tune with the pricing on stuff that you get all the time. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's I, yeah. That, I, I think that's it. I think that's it. Because my dad would give me an update every week on when he went to the grocery store and how much things were and how much they are now and how many ounces they took away from it. And I'm just like, are you keep writing this down in a notebook? How do you know this? But you taking names and shit. Yeah, you know. But you just you notice that as you go over and over. I told you when uh when me and Gabby uh first got married, the first like year and a half or so, like the first year she did most of the shopping, you know, she was a stay at home mm -hmm. wife with my with my kid. And I went shopping for the first time with her, like on a vacation, like it landed to like a week off. It was shopping time. Mm -hmm. And I went, I was like, you know what, stay home. I'll go do this. And when I saw for the first time <laughs> in my life, the price difference between steak and chicken. <laughs> right. Yo, I was so heated, shot. Like, you just been giving me steak frivolously just because I've been asking. You haven't been explaining to me that it's like four times the call. I'm the same fool. The same fool. My stomach ain't fuller because of steak at all. You know? If anything, it's less full because when you give me steak, I'm like, nah, I don't even want sides. I just want more steak. Like, this, I'm throwing the whole budget off with this shit. I was so right. mad when I got home, you know? And, like, yeah, I, I think something about being in supermarkets, like, I, I think uh, I, 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 I really agree with you that there's a difference between them and, like, a clothing store because mm -hmm. uh, it's something you need, you know? Right. So, like, yeah. you see this thing that, like, Clearly, there's enough of it. Like, and the grand scheme of things, like subconsciously, is hitting you that, like, yo, I need this. There's plenty of this shit, and right. I gotta pay for it because I need it to live. Even though realistically, we should just be giving this out. You know, mm -hmm. it shouldn't be a thing where I gotta pay for. It. And like, if I lose my job, I can't afford this thing that I need. That like, there's thousands of. You know what I mean? They're right. everywhere. So I mm -hmm. think something about that, like. This inspires like middle American, like suburban housewives to be like, oh, I'm still in this six pack of you, you know, yeah, they yeah, that it's... shit, you know, <laughs> the nerve. Yes, I have. I have watched enough HBO shows about uh, desolate stay at home moms Yo. to know that something clicks in their brain and suddenly they want to steal groceries or they want to steal makeup or well, actually I've just known enough white girls to know that they just want to steal makeup. <laughs> like that's just a given. 
Yo, oh, my goodness. I feel y'all, ladies, okay? All right? Mm-hmm. Do what y'all got to do, all right? Take all them cookies. Uh, but also, companies meet people. Meet people who might be your customers. Really get to know a person and see how we are all evil. We're all evil. Yes, we'll steal if you give us a chance. <laughs> you, I can't believe Wegmans. I can't believe. Get oh, out of here. I appreciate so either, yeah. believing us. <laughs> yeah, that's really sweet of you. But I now recommend with this time away from this app that you go out and meet people. <laughs> and see how see how we really move because it's not it's not pretty at all at all uh, <laughs> no <laughs> uh the ftc sends a warning to uber lyft and doordash uh and other gig working companies uh the federal uh federal regulators are adopting policies to seek to protect gig workers from a power imbalance that leaves workers more exposed uh to harm from unfair and deceptive and anti-competitive practices as and is likely to amplify uh, such harms when they occur. Uh, the Federal Trade Commission announced on Thursday that it plans to crack down on the exploitation of gig workers whom the agency said are entitled to protection regardless of their worker classification. Uh, the commission adopted a policy statement that details issues gig workers face, including deceptive claims about their wages and hours, unfair contract terms, and more, and uh, what the FTC plans to do about it. Uh, my favorite part about this article is that uh, mm-hmm. Uber shares declined in the late afternoon trading following the <laughs> FTC announcement. <laughs> okay, so let me make sure I got this right. Yeah. This announcement came out saying, hey, y'all been bullshitting mm-hmm. with the classification of workers and what you're doing to them. And we're going to try We're going to change something about that. Like y'all need to stop. And so then. People were like, well, I'm not going to get into this. And they sold off shares. Is that what happened? Yeah. Basically, uh-huh. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, like uh, ripping off uh, the working class of this country is kind of like integral to our business model. So <laughs> right? it's kind of uh, how I make my scratch. So <laughs> I'm going <Yeah. laughs> to oopsie. But uh, also uh, FTC noted that, uh, Gig workers are disproportionately people of color. Um, so this is a, a big issue um, in a lot of our communities. Uh, uh, Latino, Black, and Asian identifying adults compromise 69% of gig workers currently. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I mean. Have you done gig look, work? No. <laughs> I, uh, I no, did. No, outside uh, of. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what I did do years ago was I, I cleaned houses. Okay. Uh, I worked for a dude who had his own little small house cleaning business, which if if you live in suburbia, if you live in a fairly large city with little suburban areas, right. And, um, you know, you've got the means, you got the car, you can, you can get to a Costco and buy the supplies, blah, blah, blah. You can, you can throw up your own little house cleaning business pretty easily and get, you know, get shit done. Like right. it's a, it's like a fail. It's a, I don't know why it feels tougher in New York to do that. Um, gig work in general feels, some of it feels just tougher in New York to do because it seems like there are more hurdles than, than need be. Yeah. But I mean, I was cleaning people's houses because i cleaned one woman's house and she's like yeah she did a pretty good job you know like it literally is just like i'm like y'all just let me you just leave me a key and shit you know like 
That's wild. Um, and I would go in and clean and then leave. And I knew people who were going in and just smoking out and chilling and then cleaning up after themselves, like crews of three. And I'm just like, wow, no. <laughs> You're making you know. this too hard, my G. Yeah, just clean and leave and get to another spot. So that's the closest to gig work. And even then, I I started like a company, like I had a name and an LLC, and I made no money and all of that. But um, that's <laughs> fire though. You got here. That's huh? the that's the closest to gig work I had because it was really just like me. I I had a few condos, I had a few houses, I had a dance studio. Um, I had a mate like a apartment, couple of apartment buildings where I cleaned their lobbies and their walkways and shit like it was so random <laughs> and was still was still working full-time at a at a bookstore <laughs> so you know that's i'm a ceo but also you know but also let me special show. order that book for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so new york huh? rock on is it yeah it feels distinctly atlantan though it does <laughs> I love that. I, uh, I, so curious now when you, you said you don't, obviously you don't do it anymore. When, when you stopped that, did you sell it? Did you close it? Did you like, yeah, I just stopped it because it was just me. It was just me and occasionally my dad. Okay. Would help me. So under, like underneath me, he would, it's somehow they got me something to a cleaning job out where my parents lived, which was like 20 miles from where I lived. Yeah. And so in order to keep that up, my dad was like, well, I'll just do that. Okay. And we'll put it all under the whatever. So, you know what I mean? It was just like weird things like that. But yeah, when I was done, you know, I just, I think it was, you know, I just kind of closed out with people. I was just like, Hey, I'm not going to be doing this anymore. I'll, you know, I'll do it for the next like three months and then I'll, I'm done. Or someone moved or, you know, it, it's always it was very easy to just kind of be like, Meh. and here's a name of some people that you <laughs> might want to call. Yeah, that's how I was wondering. I'm like, how does that like shut down? Do you be like, yeah, now nah, we done. And like, just not return calls. Uh, do you yeah, no, no, <laughs> I, I wasn't that evil, although I could be. I wasn't, um, you know, people always just disappear. I mean, ultimately, I bet that's how I got some jobs. It's just like my cleaner just didn't answer any more <laughs> phone calls. So. <laughs> I asked someone and they said, you were all right. So come on in and I'll see what you do. You know, uh, that's yeah. But I did like shut it down because I was like, all right, I now am transitioning into this other job. And so I don't have to do this part. I don't really have the time to do this part anymore. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, uh, I drove for Uber for about, uh, maybe a year off and on. Um, okay. It was it was uh it was during uh the first year that I quit my job. Um so that mm. I could do stand up. I figured uh, any week that like I have like, you know, less than enough, you know, uh gigs to pay, I could do that during my free time to pay. Um I uh fun fact, I uh I the day I recorded my album, mm-hmm. the person doing tech, uh like the lighting guy or whatever. He hits me up and he's like, uh, yo, uh, you know, uh, the company that I work for, they like were sold and their policies changed. So I need payment prior to doing service. 
Um, oh, okay. And I was like, yo, like, we agreed I was going to pay you in two weeks after the Eventbrite money came in. And he said, yeah, I can't do that. Um, I'm like, yeah, I don't have cash. Like, I've called in every favor in the world mm -hmm. uh, to do this. And, like, literally, I had uh, 30 bucks in cash at the moment. And, like, the fee was, like, a buck 80. So, mm. on the day of my album recording, up until, like, half hour before, I was in, like, White Plains, New York, Ubering. Oh, wow. To make the money to pay that guy. And, like, I had an Uber to, like, I made, like, 160 because, like, uh, I had to make enough money to pay him. And mm -hmm. uh, because it was, like, an instant transfer, I was going to, like, lose a portion of the money. Yeah, so you got to cover the fee that they will. that fee. So, like, yeah. the same day, like I, I, like, I literally just show up to record. So uh, that's why I'm pretty sure I hold the distinction of being the only uh, black comedian to shoot a special without a shape up because I missed my hair appointment uh, that day uh, <laughs> to Uber this money. So yeah, if y'all right. see me, I'll, uh, 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 yeah, no, I came out humble. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it got done, baby. Uh, oh also fun gosh. fact though, um, on my Uber driving profile, there mm -hmm. is an album review uh, of me. Like, cause I told uh, somebody I was driving, Hey, my album came out like a month ago. And they, like, went home, saw it after I dropped them off. And they're like, yo, our Uber driver's funny as shit. No, but, like, professionally. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah, I was out there, yo. It was cool. Oh I enjoyed it. God. It was cool times. You did? Ubering was, I, it, it gave me a new respect for how terrible Uber drivers can be. Like, the mm -hmm. good ones are incredible, sincerely. Mm -hmm. But, like. The worst, I, I got, like, my rating was pretty good. I forget what it was at. It was like four, seven, four, eight, something like that. Mm -hmm. I only, I got a five most of the times. I got some fours, and the only time I got below a four was once. Mm -hmm. Um, I uh, made a left turn onto a, what I now know is an eight-lane street, four, way, four lanes <laughs> going one way, four lanes going the other way. I sure. thought it was four lanes total. So mm -hmm. I turned into what I thought was the lane going in one direction. Instead, uh -huh. I was in the it last was... lane incoming. Right. You know, and the there was a big divider that right. I couldn't like, you know, oh, let me fix this. So I had to drive mm -hmm. like three blocks fucking up traffic on the wrong side of the road. So like I'm like half a block into it, and the and the dudes like, hey, uh, I think you're in the wrong side. I was like, yeah, no, nah, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fix that for you in a second. Don't worry about it. My bad. I'm gonna fix that. Hold on, <laughs> no. give me give me just a sec. Give me just a second. <laughs> you know, so like I was casual to shit about it because like I had nowhere else to go. I was like, yeah, yeah, my bad. I messed up. Um, I, and mm -hmm. I, and I was like, but I put the blinkers on, I put the has and I switched right. over and like, then like two other things went like a little wrong and like, sure. you know, it just cause it, that's how it is. Like, I feel like I'm yeah. a pretty safe driver, but everything went wrong during that drive. Mm -hmm. I dropped them off and I'm like, yo, my bad man, but, uh, have a good night. He's like, yeah, no worries. It happens. And he goes in, that dude gave me a three. Oh, okay. Like I put that dude's life in danger. 
mm-hmm. for three blocks driving at like one in the morning into incoming traffic. Right. I like missed a stop sign elsewhere. Like I did shit wrong. And he right. still was like, yeah, this is about average. You know, like he gave well, me a three. Well, that's good. I think he probably knew that um, how important those stars are. Yeah. Because I have, I have absolutely, I just stopped doing stars actually right now is what I, what I'm doing. But, um, I have been in cars where I'm like, oh, are you trying to kidnap me? What are you doing? And (laughs) I would write just a long thing of just like, yo, this dude's trying to, he took me literally around the world. He did not think I would notice, but I noticed very early on into the ride. And so now I'm berating him. And for the whole ride, because he thought I'd be asleep or some shit. And he doesn't know. All he sees is my head's down. He thinks I'm asleep, but I'm following along on the map. And I don't know where I'm going, but I know that ain't where I'm supposed to be. So that's happened to me a couple of times. And I still am like, man, if I give this dude a two or something, he might just drive off the fucking bridge. (laughs) Because that's going to lower it so much that he won't get any pickups. Yeah. The star system is so... I'm like, he still got me here alive. Yeah, he tried to kidnap me, but I'm still home alive. Yes, I'm underneath my bed under a weighted blanket, and I may never go out again. But, I mean, I see, I got home alive. <laughs> that is the goal. I'll give him a three. I'll give him a three. Sure. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Not- like, there's people that do so bad that even, like, people like you are like, nah, B, I, I can't do it. I got to give you one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that. that's how wow that bar is if i am paying for it from a hospital bed or from the back of an ambulance <laughs> i'm like you're probably gonna get a two yeah you're probably gonna get a two it's gonna happen it's gonna happen <laughs> if if i am dead i will have my next of kin rate you a one <laughs> yeah, that's in the will right there i like that. yeah that's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> putting it in the trust you will get a one uh, finally uh Former uh, governor uh, Phil Bryant helped Brett Favre secure welfare funding for uh, USM's volleyball stadium. That's right. Uh, Text uh, messages entered uh, Monday into the state's ongoing civil lawsuit over the welfare scandal revealed that former governor Phil Bryant pushed uh, to make NFL legend Brett Favre's volleyball idea a reality. Uh, The text showed that the then governor even guided Favre on how to write a funding proposal so that it could be accepted by the Mississippi Department of Human Services uh, even after Bryant ousted the former welfare agency director, John Davis, for suspected fraud. Uh, just uh, left Brett Favre, uh, Bryant texted uh, the nonprofit founder, Nancy New, uh, in July of 2019, within weeks of Davis's departure. Can we help him with this project? We should meet soon to see how I can make sure we keep your projects on course. Uh, yeah, when hmm. when Favre asked Bryant how the new agency director might affect their plans to fund the volleyball stadium, Bryant assured him, I'll handle that. Uh, long story, but had to make a change, but I will call Nancy and see what it will take. <laughs> Yo. Y'all got to learn how to write in code. Yo. You self-snitching out here, my G. Why don't you have burners? <laughs> Every governor should get a burner. Straight up. What are we doing? Why am I reading this? Straight. What's happening? Yo, at, come like, on. Use initials at least, my G. Like- oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Had to make a change is the most, the, the murkiest thing that you've said. And no. even that is like, 
Well, you mean you fired the guy? Yeah, we saw when you fired the guy. Yo, you. This opens up with a text saying, "Just left Brett Favre." You ain't even. I know. Any, why you say this a whole name? But <laughs> how many Bretts are coming up in the conversation? <laughs> I know one Brett. Brett Favre. That's <laughs> what is happening, yo. Oh I'm like, no, I don't want God. you to get confused. I'm gonna fully commit to this. Yo. This is wild. Uh, the newly released text uh, fil- uh, filed uh, on Monday by the attorney representing Nancy News nonprofit showed that Bryant, Favre, uh, New, Davis, and others worked together to channel at least $5 million of the state's welfare funds to build a new volleyball stadium at the University of Southern Mississippi, where Favre's daughter played the sport. Uh, Favre received most of the credit for raising funds to construct the facility. Okay, so he got credit for coming raising money mm-hmm. when actually they took it from money that was supposed to go for the state's welfare. Yep. Didn't he show his dick to somebody? Yeah, well, he was with the Jets. Uh, yeah, when he okay, uh, I just for some reason. <laughs> no, he's, he's when I see his name, I was like, haven't I seen his dick? <laughs> okay, I have. <laughs> yes, I remember. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't say that often. I have not seen as many. Well, oh, wait. I was about to say I haven't seen many dicks, but then I forgot. Shalewa, you worked in a porn store for six years? Yeah, I was going to say. So you, I've actually seen quite a few, but. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's wild. And like, I don't know where he's at in terms of money, but he's got to be like 50 million minimum. I, I can't imagine he's worth less. He was the most important quarterback in Green Bay history up until maybe Aaron Rodgers. Definitely uh, uh, up until Rodgers, they're most successful. Played a long okay. career. Um, still right. has an ongoing sponsorship with Wrangler, where like the Gene Company. So like he still really? brings it. Yeah. He's like the like it still shows him like throwing a football like yeah I still okay got it. I mean good for Wrangler I guess yo he out there wow. like, he making bread to this date you know so I didn't think he was like hard up on cash where he's like yo uh, my daughter needs us to play volleyball yeah that's insane oh my gosh just I'm looking at texts like Brett Favre texting with the Nancy New Woman. Brett, Brett's text. <laughs> if you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? Uh, Nancy, no, we never have had that information publicized. I understand you being uneasy about that, though. Let's see what happens on Monday with the conversation with some of the folks at Southern. Maybe it will click with them. Brett, okay, thanks. <laughs> Next day, Nancy, wow, just got off the phone with Phil Bryant. He's on board with us. We will get this done. <laughs> <laughs> Say Brett, all of awesome. It. I needed to hear this for sure. <laughs> Who else is involved so, here? Say their whole name too. Say whole everybody's whole fucking name. name. Oh. And I, I think it will surprise no one that uh Nancy New has taken a plea deal. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch is a canary. She's singing. <laughs> She's singing all the notes. She's these are the only tweets I've seen where they like tagged people. Like I know. <laughs> Yo. How are you? Ta- oh my gosh. This is Here's crazy. a picture of me now sending this text to you. 
here's today's newspaper so you so you can verify the date <laughs> oh man y'all are different man like you have to because this whole time i i i would assume the only person who well, i still think everyone knew this was wrong but mm-hmm. i actually think brett might have been the only person that might not have known this was a crime like he might have been like oh okay. this is how things work in right politics. because they were telling him right we can work this out but like Nan, like the other people are in politics. Like they right. have to know this is wrong, and that's yeah, what like I mean, I don't think Brett went to him and was like, "Hey, can you take like five, six million out of your welfare to build this thing?" Like I don't think that was his idea, right? Uh, but I think he was like, "Hey, can we come up with a way?" To come up with some money to pay for this thing. My daughter, she loves the fucking volleyball, man. I don't know. It's not my thing, but this is what she likes. So, anywho, how can we do it? And yeah. then they were like, I mean, fuck them welfare folk. <laughs> I guess we could just take it from there. Yo, straight up. I, I really believe that they like uh, set this up. They did the whole hustle and they're like, yeah, we got to keep this dude happy. He's like, you know, Mississippi royalty. You know what I mean? And is he Mississippi royalty? I I I, I don't know any. Uh, you know, uh, what other celebrities are uh, like born from Mississippi? Is he from Mississippi? Yeah, I think he's like born there. Oh, there are others. They just don't talk about it. Okay, fair, fair. <laughs> I bet you know what I mean. Like, because unfortunately, Mississippi has a bum rap, which is unfair. Absolutely. Shouts to um, Mississippi, yo. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna do uh, that. Actually, I mean, homework. I'm gonna look up. Uh, celebrities and famous people from, from yeah yeah that's good that's good because i don't know but i mean i've never been <laughs> but i'm sure it's lovely <laughs> oh shot oh I, I i'm really off you're right uh first person that comes up on the list oprah winfrey there we go uh elvis presley number two uh yeah sure lee uh brandy faith hill leanne rhymes um wait when you say brandy you mean brandy norwood yeah is Born in Mississippi? I would assume. She's on She's on the Google. She <laughs> she's up. on the Google list. Yo, she's on the Google list. <coughs> um, But I will, Brett Favre is in the top, like, 10 people that Google showed me. He was, like, the ninth okay. he, He's He's following Lance Bass. <laughs> <laughs> well, that probably hurts more than everything else that has happened. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Brandy Norwood is born in uh, McComb, Mississippi. Okay, sure. There you go. Let's see. I just looked up a few. James Earl Jones is from Mississippi. Okay. Uh, Jim Henson, Sam Cooke, Britney Spears was born in, in Mississippi. Yo, shout okay. to Mississippi. Y'all got some peoples, yo. Yeah. I mean, I just think, I always think Louisiana when I think of Britney Spears, but that's just where, she, probably just where she grew up before right. all the Florida shit. Okay, um, that's fair. But I, uh, yeah. I will say, though, looking at the list, He's the only athlete. Okay, so, sure, like, you sure. Know, he does have I, I, like a yeah, level so of notoriety, um, and he did like the whole like um, obviously played high school there, but he also played college uh, at Southern Miss. So he's like he's a miss. Oh, okay, dude. so he's right. You know, um, they just don't have a pro <laughs> football team. So uh, gotcha. But uh, yeah, I I really don't believe he like to your point. I think he just went up to them like, "Yo, how do we get this done?" And they did all mm-hmm. the shiesty shit. You know, yeah. so like, I feel like his gut instinct as an adult, like probably was like, yeah, I feel like we're doing something funny, but they knew the whole time they're committing a crime and they still kept texting like this, 
which tells right. me that like, oh, this is just one of many crimes. Yeah, doing. absolutely. Because this was such a like low level crime that they felt full comfort. Like, yeah, we definitely getting away with this. No, shit. yeah, no one's gonna catch this. We can use our full <laughs> government name straight up. Like, this crimes they have codes for. You yeah, know? which honestly makes sense when you consider that Jackson, Mississippi. I don't exactly know what their water situation is like now, but it, the whole city had no water. Yeah, and it's a. Uh, uh, the majority black city mm-hmm. and in order to not have water water at the extent that they didn't have water meant a lot of neglect on many levels from government mm-hmm. where they purposefully were like, no, we're not giving them anything. We're not helping them with anything. So of course it kind it tracks that they would be like, don't worry, Brett, we've got this. We'll just take money from these people who certainly really need it, but we've never cared about. How how many 40 packs of Costco's Kirkland brand of water do you think you could buy with $5 million? Okay. Oh, I don't know. Is there a Lake Kirkland? Yo. Is there a, like a Kirkland Lake? Can I buy that for $5 million? Real maybe? talk. It goes on sale. It'd be like, I know at BJ's, the 48 pack, if you buy the, the BJ's brand, it's like six bucks. It's hmm. like super cheap. So okay. yeah, to your point, they needed water. And instead, they got a volleyball stadium. Right. Well, that's that's no cool. That's uh, Morgan wild. Freeman, born in Mississippi. Oh, rock on! I want to. I'm still looking at. I'm still looking at this list. I'm I'm fascinated <laughs> now. Yeah, shouts to Mississippi. Y'all doing big things out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you would like, mm. okay, to sponsor my son's baseball stadium. Okay. All you got to do is like, subscribe to the show. I'm upfront about it, though. I ain't robbing nobody, okay? I got aspirations right. to turn every Dominican kid into a baseball elite athlete, okay? But I'm going to tell you about it. I want you to invest early, buy the jerseys, mm-hmm. okay? If you are Apple or Spotify listener, we appreciate your ratings, okay? Four stars, you ain't seen my son swing. You don't believe in his future, okay? Yeah, he got a little eye problem, but he could do it, okay? <laughs> You know, he swings hard. He might not make eye contact, you know, and, you know, his batting average is trash, but they're going to be home runs when he hits. Okay. (laughs) He's got a little eye problem. That's it. He got glasses. I hope he does not hear this episode. Yeah, that's it. He's a good kid. You know, he just got, he got away glasses. I don't know if you can see the ball coming. Um, (laughs) Five stars. You see the vision and you're going to let me funnel out roughly, uh, Four to five hundred dollars, so I could buy him goggles that he could wear during the green, oh. you know, Horace Grant style. Okay? okay, that's very that's very feasible. Yeah, you know, again, I upfront think, about I, it. I think your five stars could definitely help with that. That's it, baby. We are gonna make it happen. Okay, uh, if you have any articles you want us to cover, uh, please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo or at Gastro Monte. Uh, shouts this week to uh, Brandy Spain and uh, Lori McDaniel. Appreciate y'all for uh, sharing articles. Uh, and also just to everybody in general sending in articles. Like, uh, I, it's dope that I get the, like, pick. You know, it's really cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a big help. Sincerely, Shalewa has never been happier uh, with the lack of all hip-hop articles that I've been linking now. Uh, well, I mean, you know, one or two, but that's okay. We're, we're getting some some interesting. Yeah, we get variety, you know, <laughs> some interesting things. And more importantly, we don't get the 30,000 pop ups that come when you uh, open up that many all hip hop articles at once. 
Yes, that's that's for sure. You know, our inter- <laughs> <laughs> Google Chrome that has never helpful. been happier. Okay. okay. <laughs> With all that said, I am the uh, clean uh, Internet Explorer having Gastron Monte. Okay. Mm-hmm. Always mm-hmm. with the soon to be uh, uh, baseball manager at my son's uh, uh, new stadium, Chalet with Shaw. You I know? mean, like in title only. That's all you need. You know? <laughs> I, will, I will have an assistant that will handle all of the work, but I'll definitely be there to cut a ribbon with a big pair of scissors or whatever it is that I have to do. I can do that. Isn't that how you start every game with a ribbon and then over home plate and then someone comes out with oversized scissors and maybe I haven't been to a lot of games lately. Hey, yo, baseball in Atlanta is different, okay? <laughs> it is. It really is. <laughs> This has been a war report. Catch y'all next time. Peace.